This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color, tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, which is sponsored by The Professional Black Woman. You can visit us at www.thepbw.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women of color, and our purpose is twofold. First, it is to inspire and encourage you, the listener, and second, to edify, promote, acknowledge, or just say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Today is Monday, January the 11th, 2010, and we are here every week at the same time, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So spread the word. It has happened to uh, be the second Monday of the year. Can you believe that? Well, you know, I started it last week, and I'm going to do it again today. Here's to 2010, the best year ever. So everybody got to say it with me. That's our slogan. I'm going to wear it out. So join with me right now. Let's say it. Here's to 2010, the best year ever, and we are declaring it right now. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? Today we are going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, and that is money. Are you ready to have a purse? or a wallet, a purse of your own, well, I want you to go right now. I want you to email. I want you to text. I want you to call all your friends and tell them, look, you've got to dial in to 347-838-9278 or visit WealthySisters.com right now because we have a woman on today who is awesome. She is a true expert. She's a master in her field, Miss Deborah Owens. She has a passion for helping people, of building all types of income and wealth. She is a sought-after speaker and an expert on the topic of entrepreneurship and financial empowerment. You've got to love it financial empowerment. Deborah is the wealth coach on My Generation TV, which airs nationally in 30 million homes. She is an author of Confident Investing, a wealth building guide for women, and Nickel and Dime Your Way to Wealth. And her new book, of which I can't wait to talk about today, A Purse of Your Own, is scheduled for publication by Simon & Schuster in 2009, which we know is out. Deborah is also the host and executive producer of Wealthy Lifestyle Radio, a personal finance talk show that airs on the NPR affiliate WEAA 88.9 FM in Baltimore. She is a sought-after speaker and has toured nationally with Best, B-E-S-T, featuring Bishop T. Jakes and Magic Johnson, God's Leading Ladies, Working Women Events, and the NASB Office of Individual Investors. Deborah is president of Owens Media Group, LLC, which creates financial empowerment programs for companies and organizations, and we have the privilege of having her on the show today. So we're going to take a quick break, and right after that, we will hear from the expert herself, Miss Deborah Owens. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. 
Well, yes, we are live back on Wealthy Sisters, and our special guest today is Deborah Owens, author of A Purse of Your Own. Hello, Miss Deborah. Are you there? I am here, and I let me just start by saying how uh, how exciting it is to be on your program, Deborah. I love, love, love what you do to uplift women because that's really how we're all going to be able to really thrive in the 21st century, and that's through collaboration. Oh, yes, it is. Well, thank you uh, again for, for being here, and you are certainly welcome anytime, anytime, because you, too, are doing such awesome things to help women and, and, and people all around with your with your projects here. And I just want to say again, you know, kick back. We know that you are used to flipping the script here, having to interview people, so we want you to relax today on the show. We're going to have a great time. And uh, as we say here, Wealthy Sisters, we just jump right into it. So let us find out a little bit about you, Deborah. And you know I love your name. You do know that, right? Yes. Well, we you, we we have the same name, and it's spelled the same way, the biblical spelling. So that's right. You know, that's I, I'll right. just begin by just sharing with uh, the people on the call. You know, I have been in the financial services industry for over 20 years, mm-hmm. and very early in my career, I knew that there was a disconnect. And that mm-hmm. disconnect really was that it was made to seem, be, seem so, investing was made to be seem so complicated. When in mm-hmm. fact, if you have the knowledge and the information, anyone can build wealth. So after having that aha and being a VP for a large financial services co- company, I was out on the West Coast. My husband and I came to back to the East Coast, and uh, the company that I worked for, they actually sponsored uh, my first radio show for me. And it wow. was through uh, my love of financial literacy and really just wanting to pour into people. You know, my own background, I come from fairly humble beginnings. I'm from Detroit, Michigan originally, and my mm-hmm. parents didn't know anything about investments or stock or building wealth. And so as a result of that and as a result of my career, uh, a a little over, well, almost uh, 15 years ago, I left uh, the financial services uh, industry and started my own company. And uh, my whole desire and our whole business model is based on creating financial literacy and financial empowerment programs for companies and organizations. And we do that through a number of different platforms, be it the web. If you go to DeborahOwens.com, anybody on this uh, uh, radio show can see the breadth of uh, kind of tactics and strategies that we uh, develop for companies. Uh, You mentioned that I have a radio show, so part of that is through the radio, we uh, bring some of the leading minds in wealth and personal finance on the show and talk with them about it. In fact, tomorrow, uh, one of my sisters, if you will, uh, in the same field, Michelle Singletary, will be on um, Wealthy Lifestyle tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. And it's really about edifying uh, people with the information that they can use to financially empower themselves. And Uh, I think, you know, we've got to just make it uh, a family affair and all contribute to the knowledge and uh, and uplifting folks around their finances, uh, particularly in the 21st century. So that's one of the ways we um, uh, make financial empowerment accessible to, to to millions of people. But the other thing that I'm really, really excited about and what we're talking about today is uh, my whole Power of the Purse campaign uh, that mm-hmm. we launched in conjunction with the new book, A Purse of Your Own. And the campaign is, the mission is to engage, enlighten, and equip one million women to become financially empowered. Uh, and wow. we have a uh, community website all set up to do that. If you go to my website, DeborahOwens.com, you can just click on and join and uh, we're very, very excited about that. The book, uh, A Purse of Your Own, Deborah, is uh, really has been a journey, a passion. Uh, mm-hmm. This book took three years to birth. 
And uh, I know probably many of the women on this program know, you know, nine months of uh, trying to uh, uh, carry a baby is one thing, but yes. doing it for three years is, is certainly a challenge as well. And we're very, very excited. Uh, this is well, Now, before you get me, into the book, before yeah. you get into the book, because we yeah. definitely want to talk deeply about it, tell us, let's, uh, what we try to do here on the show is make connections, because we have a lot of our listening audience who are at that point there, how am I going to connect these dots? You know, they see the success that you're having. They see the finished product. And then they say, well, I didn't come from this background. I didn't come from that background. And you mentioned, you know, your parents, they were not as influenced or educated as far as investing and building wealth. What happened? What was that gap for you? What bridged that? What created that drive for you to even go into the area of financial services? Well, it really was. I talk about it in the book, in fact. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what happened is I had been working in retailing, and I came home for one holiday, and my mom said, you know, you're never home. Every Christmas you're working. You mm-hmm. should get a mm-hmm. nine-to-five job. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what, Mom, you're right. And so I had a friend who worked for uh, a brokerage firm, and I said, you know, I was intrigued by it. And she says, well, I don't know what opportunities have, but I can get you an interview. And so I actually interviewed at Merle Lynch, and the only position they had was receptionist, which I was overqualified for, but I wanted to get a foot in the door. And that's what I did. I took the job as receptionist. Well, Little beknownst to me, a woman who I talk about in the book, M.O. Moore, she was probably the first African-American female account executive for Merle Lynch, just happened to be in that office. And when I met her, I knew that this was something that I wanted to do. Now, this was in California on the West West Coast? In Detroit. This was in In Detroit, Michigan, Detroit, where I'm from. And about a week later, she made a comment. She said, who do you think you are, Miss America? (laughs) And why did she say that, Deborah? (laughs) She said that because I wanted to make a good impression. And Uh so I came in every day. I had my suit on. You know, back in the day, we would wear these little ties, little silk ties and bow tie them, and I made sure that I looked the part because uh-huh. I know knew eventually I wanted to be the part. Uh-huh. And uh and we, you know, after that comment, I she befriended me and I agreed to volunteer and just be an apprentice for her. So I would do the receptionist job, work after and after I finished that, uh go and work for her and call her clients and do any kind of administrative task. And uh being the woman that she was, she would not allow me to work for free. And so what she did was she said, okay, Deb, for every one of my clients that you help me with, she said, I tell you what, I'm going to give you 10% of whatever I earned a month. And, you know, at the time this woman was making six figures. I'd never met a woman making that much money, you know? Right, right. And so eventually – uh, what happened was the manager of the office said, wow, you're certainly overqualified for this job. So he told me, he asked me if I wanted to get my broker's license, and sort of the rest is history. So, you know, that's my long way of saying how I got into this business was a woman saw something in me, and I wanted to add value, and that's one of the things I talk about my I talk about in the books, One of the Wealthy Habits, is really – adding value, and when you give first, that's when you receive. So one of the messages I'm trying to get out here is the fact that wealth is not about getting, it's about mm-hmm. giving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Wealth is not about getting, it's about giving. Hello? Yes, that's exactly Okay, right. I just wanted to, okay, 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 I thought we lost you there. That's That's powerful. And when you're saying giving, do you necessarily just mean financially? Or are you meaning in your time and talents? What 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 are you I'm, meaning by that? Every level. The first mm-hmm. habit in the book. There's seven wealthy habits, and the first mm-hmm. habit is having a wealthy outlook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And acquiring the habit of a wealthy outlook really means that the habit of adding value. 
Mm-hmm. And you can take that every, it, it's going the extra mile. You know, I tell young people all the time is it's not difficult to be excellent because most people are just being average. Yes, yes. So when yes. you go the extra mile, when you do more than what's expected, it's the law of contrast, and you stand out. And so when you have a wealthy outlook and you understand the habit of adding value, that's when people want to give to you because you're giving them something of value. Mm -hmm. And the problem is so many people look at their business, you know, you go out, you meet somebody, the first thing you want to do is tell somebody about what you do. Right. And in fact, what you need to do is find out what they do and how you can help them. And I call that filling the well before you draw from it. Filling the well before you draw from it. That's and so beautiful. that really is the, the, uh, the, the first habit is a wealthy outlook. And I really talk about that encounter with Mo in the beginning chapter of the book. And the wealthy habits are really my observations throughout my career and what I saw were the attributes and the habits and behaviors of successful women. And the first is having a wealthy outlook and, and the habit of adding value. Mm-hmm. Knowing that there is an abundance, that there is regardless, that what is for you is for you, and you don't have to be afraid of taking or someone taking something from you that's going to be yours anyway. I, you know, I, I, I'm just so glad you brought that out because even when we talk about the power of building networks, and I'm sure you're gonna, that's a part of your book as well, networking, just like you did with this, this, this young lady. You reach out to her. You weren't afraid of her taking something from you. And and that mindset and that spirit is going to attract the things in your life that you need. But if, if we're always afraid and thinking somebody's going to get over or going to take something from us or I'm going to give more than they give to me, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to give it or get it from that person that you gave it to. You know, that's exactly right, and, and, and Deborah, you really give me the opportunity to shift to the next habit, and that next habit is the habit, the wealthy vision, and mm-hmm. that is how do you add value uniquely? You know, we all come here with a gift. We have certain talents, and when we're able to identify what those talents are and figure out how to use it to add value to others, that's when we're really on our path to wealth. You know, one of the examples I use in the book are J.K. Rowling, the author of the the, the Harry Potter series, and Oprah Winfrey. Mm-hmm. You know, Forbes magazine named them as two of the wealthiest women on the planet, and they attributed their success to their creativity. And mm-hmm. so in the second habit, the second of a wealthy vision, I want to challenge women to begin to create the wealthy vision for themselves. And they need to begin to think about what they are willing to be excellent at and what they do really, really well. And you'll find out what that is. People will compliment you about your gifts, and you don't think they're a gift. You think everybody else has it. When, in fact, that's your comparative advantage, if we want to speak in business uh, school terms. But that's the voodoo that you do so well. And when you mm-hmm. find out how to monetize, you will, it will monetize itself when you begin to, begin to use it to bless others. It won't mm-hmm. be work. And then you find out how to systemize it, and that's what I call the wealthy vision, finding the voodoo that you do so well. And when you do that, then you're on your way. Mhm, mhm, mhm. That is so true. This is some good information here. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back, and I want to, um, you to be able to share a few more of those tips from your book as well. And we want to talk about your other two uh, books that you've written and some other great things that you have coming up. So this is Wealthy Sisters with our special guest today, Deborah Owens. Deborah Hardnett International helping you design your future. We are business development consultants, your one-stop source for starting or enhancing your business. Our team of professionals are among the best in the country. Our services range from establishing your corporation, 
to developing and executing your branding strategy, to website design and promotion. We even help you with establishing your business credit. Visit us today at www.debrahardnet.com to view a full list of services or call toll-free 800-493-0339. Mention this ad and receive a 15% discount off our gold package. Yes, we are back live with our special guest today, Deborah Owens, who is the author of A Purse of Your Own, and we are going over the, the topics in her book today. And she just talked about the first is you got to have a, a wealthy outlook, uh, creating that habit there, adding value to your your um, outlook, and also creating that vision. And you, you referred to uh, J.K. Rollins who, and Oprah Winfrey, who we both know are billionaires, and they refer to their their strength and their wealth came from their creativity. What other tips? Would you like to suggest to our listening audience today, and that they will find in your in your great book? Well, you know, another tip really is um, it, 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 the the framework for the conversation of a power of the person, how you become financially empowered, are the seven wealthy habits, and and one that I really want to talk about today is a wealthy mindset. And, and a wealthy mindset is one of the attributes and the behaviors and habits that I noticed in um, my successful uh, uh, women is they look at problems as opportunities. And so I think it's so appropriate in the environment that we're in that we all have a wealthy mindset on two different levels. So I want to talk about the first level is really in looking at this financial crisis that we, we are in as an opportunity. You know, if we were to look at the markets, what we know is that the markets are down. And so markets go up and down, but the time to buy is when things are what? Lower On sale. Right. So <laughs> I would say that, you know, from that, that standpoint, one of the things that I talk to women about is just using the knowledge of how they spend and what they spend their money on to invest. So that's mm-hmm. one thing. On another level, I really want to talk about this shift that I think is essential for not just women but for everyone, and that is the shift from earning an income to building wealth. Mm-hmm. That's what I call having a wealthy mindset. So I think it's, it's very, very important in this environment. And, in fact, I just wrote an article about this in uh, – a column that I do for uh, Sense Magazine, which is an American Airlines publication. And it talks about your visionary gifts, but it also talks about shifting from building, uh, from earning income to building wealth. And, and the reason that I say, say that is that uh-huh. it is far, you know, it, it is very unlikely that anyone on this call is going to have a job for life. Right. And, but entrepreneurship, don't get me wrong, is not for everyone. Right. So you can be an entrepreneur and you can be an intrapreneur within your organization. And I think it's very, very important with this wealthy mind, mindset, with this shift that I'm talking about from income to wealth, that we begin to look at those gifts that we have as a skill set and that we begin to hone them, and then we're able to to, to use that skill set in a number of different disciplines. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you're a good organizer uh, at work, what you want to be is the go-to person. You want to be the person that they come to because you are adding value in a unique way and that you are looking at problems as opportunities, and that you're the person who's always coming up with the solutions because you view things in that way, number one. Right, right, and right. You're, you can be an entrepreneur. You can come up with solutions and innovative in, innovations within your organization. And on the other side of that is to begin to think about what you have in your skill set right now that you could create a part-time business out of, a, a part-time consulting consultancy with so that in the event your organization does downsize and you are the unfortunate one 
to have to find another opportunity that you've already begin to begin to create that opportunity for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what I call a wealthy mindset on two mm-hmm. levels. One, turning problems to opportunities, and secondly, to begin to think about what skills you, that you can really hone and that you can uh, uh, enhance to be able to market it in a number of different platforms. That's that's great that you mentioned that too because that whole what, what I'm loving so much I want to say here and I know we have a short time but you know I'm I'm loving the fact that you are you are dealing with what a lot of people would call the abstract thought. You're dealing with theory, you're dealing with with you know what people perceive as theory, and you your background is from an analytical background where you deal with numbers, you deal with the black and white it's either this or it's that it's not it's no gray there and it's so important that we embrace that mindset that you're talking about because you can have the skills, you can have the knowledge, but if you don't have that faith and you don't have that belief and you're not you're not having that vision and that perspective of seeing yourself like you're saying, then all of those skills would, would do nothing for you. So I love the fact that you're, you're talking about that and shifting that mind and, and knowing that you're not just at a job just to be there, even if you are at a job, you know, that, that you want to set yourself apart from the rest. And, and, and when you do that, things happen. It's just a spiritual here's concept. here's the other point I want to make, you know, and, 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 and for myself, I mean, this has been an evolution, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because for the, the, the better part of my career as well as in my business, I, I did focus more on the left brain, and those were the numbers mm-hmm. and the counting and the budgeting and the that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And then mm-hmm. what I came to understand as I hosted this radio show, traveled all around the country, spoke to so many people, is that, People weren't getting it. I mean, I was becoming really, really frustrated because here I was giving all of this information and, you know, showing them what to do, bringing other people on, them telling them what to do, and yet, you know, I was still getting people calling me saying, I can't do it, it's too Mm -hmm. hard, I don't Mm -hmm. have enough money, to the point Mm -hmm. where I came home one day, I told my husband, you know, I said, I can't do this anymore Mm -hmm. because... These people are not getting it. Mm-hmm, and, you mm-hmm. know, he said something very profound to me. He said, you know what, Deb, you've never been a, uh, a quitter. And, by the way, you left a six-figure job to save the world, so you need to figure it out. <laughs> you, I can imagine those, those eyes had a, a bit of rolling going on at can that moment. <laughs> imagine, can you imagine? I looked at him like, you have got to be kidding me. You got your nerve. <laughs> and then I, he, you know, I said, I said, you know what? I'm not a quitter. And mm-hmm. this is so, so important. And now, Deborah, look at this economy. I mean, I was ahead of my time. But yes. then I began to understand, and that's why this book took three years, is that it's not about income. It's right. about wealth. Right. And more importantly, it's not about tactics. It's about concepts and principles, things that never change. Yes, yes. That's what this is about. This is about principles that you can apply on any level. Yes. They hold true. Yes. Oh, I I love that. They're principles because I have seen them. I have seen these attributes and behaviors in the women who truly are wealthy. Yes. And this is yes. not about money. That's what I want people to understand. More money will not solve your problems. Hmm. It's about being a good steward of the resources that you have and using them to mm-hmm. add value to others. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. this is about. Mhm, mhm. And as a default, all the things that we we want and desire and need, they're going to come anyway, because we're serving those foundational principles. I tell well, you. Well, here's the is... other point I want to make to any <laughs> woman who's listening to this, and it's this: that you already have what you need. Mhm. You just have to discover mm-hmm. what is unique about you. 
mm-hmm. and how you can use that gift for others. Mm-hmm. And so here's the other aha. We're all out here trying to be like everybody else, trying to look like a celebrity, be a celebrity. We are uniquely, you are uniquely you. Yes. Figure and out you can what only be the only one. Yes. Are, are what makes you unique and mm-hmm. use it to enhance other people's lives. And I believe that is the true secret to wealth. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. This is awesome. This is awesome. Well, our lines are full. They're they're jumping off here. Our chat room. And we know that we have some people on the line that might have some questions. Do you mind taking a few questions? Oh, that's what I love to do. Deborah. A wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, if you have a question, please dial in to three four seven eight three eight nine two seven eight. Press one so that we know you'd like to ask a question of Miss Owens. And also, if you are in the chat room. Please let us know. You can click chat there uh, if you like to also ask a question. I'm going to open, speaking of the chat room, our producer, uh, Ms. Jocelyn Harrison, is there. I know that uh, she has a question or perhaps has a question from one of our guests in the chat room. Hello, Jocelyn. How are you? Are you there? Let me make sure we open this line up for her. All righty. Okay, go ahead, Jocelyn. All right. One second here. Just having a little technical difficulty, but we will be right there with her in one moment. We got it here. All right. Jocelyn. Yes, Deborah. Hey, hey. How are you today? Or should I say the Deborah? The Deborah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, well, say hello to Miss Owens today. Hi, Ms. Owens. I am totally enjoying your conversation today and the information that you are imparting. Those last few statements were just awesome and dead on. Um, we do have, and it kind of goes with the question that's in the chat room, um, and Amuse to Many asks, she says, my question is, what if you're not in the financial services business or interested in that as a primary career? What things should a woman like me do to get connected and become financially empowered. I have a 401k, but beyond that, what should we do? That's great. great. I love that question. Great question, and that leads me to the next wealthy habit, and that is to develop a wealthy appetite. And one of the ways you do that is by increasing and enhancing your knowledge of the financial markets, investments, and wealth. And so one of the things that, uh, one of the reasons that we started the Power of the Purse campaign is because we know there are millions of women just like her out there. And so it's important now to increase your knowledge base. And so we formed the Power of the Purse groups, group sites, where we want to encourage women to start their own purse group, where they commit, they find eight to ten other women like themselves, and they say, okay, we're going to write down our goals, and we're be- going to become more knowledgeable about, about investments, about the financial markets, about uh, just anything that has to do with getting our financial, our person order, if you will. And so I want to encourage her to, she needs to become more knowledgeable about how to invest. And so she can go to my Power of the Purse uh, website. She just goes to DeborahOwens.com. She can learn more. I have all kinds of resources there through which she can become more knowledgeable about investing articles. Uh, But I want to encourage her to start her own purse group where she can take the walk and the path to financial empowerment with five to ten other sisters like herself. And how Mm -hmm. these groups work is just take one chapter a month, you make whatever the – in, you internalize the concepts that are in the, that chapter, you apply them to your own life, and then you share with other women about what you want to do. If it's pay off debt, if it's to learn how to invest in individual stocks, whatever it is for you, and then you're going to write those goals down, and each month you're going to come and go through a chapter that's going to tell you about uh, how do you invest in stocks. What about bonds? How do you create a portfolio? How do you learn how to research? So that's really what 
I mean when I say financially empowered, I mean empowered with the knowledge to make the right decision. So, again, they can go to DeborahOwens.com and just click on purse groups and learn in that purse group community about how to do that. There's videos explaining exactly what to do. Wow, that's awesome, awesome. Well, we have live on our show today, Wealthy Sisters, Deborah Owens, who is the author of A Purse of Your Own. She's also a motivational speaker. <laughs> we want to definitely call her that, the money expert, a radio show host, and it is a privilege to have her on the show today. We'll take another short break and come back and get more great tips from Deborah Owens. Do you feel like there's never enough time in the day? I have a laundry list of 20 things to do and you still haven't done, oh yeah, the laundry. Are you at a crossroads in your life and just not certain what's your next step? Are you just overwhelmed and feel like you have lost, well, you? We are here to help. Compass Coaching is a personal development company for women. We help you find your path and bring balance to your life. Visit us today at www.mypathmylife.com. We have life coaching plans as low as $19 a month and take our free assessment. That's www.mypathmylife.com. Every woman deserves a coach. Yes, we are here live on Wealthy Sisters with our special guest, Deborah Owens. And, uh, Deborah, I know you actually reached out to me because we want to talk a little bit about uh, the importance of investing in yourself. You talked about uh, the, having that appetite of, of wanting to create wealth. And, and one of the ways investing in yourself, I know, is being around and in an environment where success is happening where people are talking about the concepts of wealth building. And and one of those things that we have coming up on March 19th and 20th is the Winter Summit, which happens to be um, an awesome event. Uh, the, the actual slogan is Savvy Advice for Practical win- Women, excuse me, Savvy Advice, Practical Application for Winning Women. And uh, that's going to be held in March at the Hyatt Baltimore Regency right there in the harbor. It's going to be a fabulous event. We've put a lot of work into it. It is designed for the women uh, and men as well to come and actually get practical information. If they apply those tips when they leave, they will definitely, definitely see a change in their mindset and see a, a change in their pockets as well. We have so much to offer. We even have added we added a free cruise that's going to be given away for two to the Bahamas, a three-day cruise there. We've even added payment options. Every week we are adding something new. We've got the fabulous Tony Terry that's doing a concert for us Friday night, and Dr. Tracy Lynn, who is a phenomenal businesswoman. She is a legacy. This woman is a multimillionaire. She's literally created her businesses from nothing. Uh, She is the recipient of the Legends Award. And we also are giving away the Businesswoman of the Year Awards. We want you to go and nominate a businesswoman that you know. You can send us an email to info at thewinnersummit.com, info at thewinnersummit.com. Please visit the site, www.thewinnersummit.com, for all the information there on the nomination. You can see it says um, Businesswoman of the Year. You have until Friday to do your nominations. Next week we're going to do the voting. And then on Monday's show, February 1st, uh, we Our special guest will be none other than Dr. Tracy Lynn, and we are going to announce the winner of that award there on that show. But I was just so uh, encouraged, Deborah, when you actually reached out to me and said, how can I help support this event? How can I be involved? Why did you, why did you do that? What was your interest? Well, I really, I think it's important, and and that's the other thing. You know, uh, the year that I started a purse of your own, I I don't, I'm very spiritual, and I prayed, and you know, I I really felt like God spoke to me and said collaboration. And mm-hmm. so with my with my book, I have a brilliant co-author. Her name is Brenda Lane Richardson, and what many people don't know is she's responsible for a number of the bestsellers that are out here that you may be aware of, but she was the co-writer and they didn't give her credit, and I don't believe in doing that. And so what Mm -hmm. I want to tell women, if we are truly going to be empowered, it cannot be about competition. You know, one of the things that Bishop Jake said to me 
when we were touring with God's leading ladies, and 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 he we had powerful speakers. We had Doctor Suzanne Cook Johnson, better known as Doctor uh, Suje. We had uh, Cheryl Martin, former anchor of BET News. We mm-hmm. had uh, uh, Reverend Paula White, who is a powerhouse in terms of a minister in her own right. And the right. one he said to us, he said, "Look, this is not about competition. We can we don't have to compete with each other." We complete one another. So that's the reason that I reached out to you, to know that your success and seeing your you be successful is how we'll all be successful. And it is right. clear that we have a lot of work to do. So right, we have right. to, it is through networks like you, you reached out to me. I'm on your radio show as a result of, you touching me and saying, I really like what you're doing, Deb. I think that what you're talking about will edify my listeners. And then you were on my radio show as well. And right, that's exactly. what this is about. This that's is right. not, you know, uh, I'm, was, I'm working with um, some good friends of ours, and we were kind of collaborating. And, you know, we, we sometimes we socialize, we eat and, and have dinner and have fun, and we said, wow, you know, we've got these great businesses. We need to just sit down and figure out how we can help one another. Mm-hmm. Ladies, this year is the year of not just net networking but reciprocity, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So reciprocity can be on purpose. We have to begin to network on purpose and do things on purpose. And what that requires is for me and you to sit down and say, okay, tell me what you're doing. Who are your top prospects? What are the things that you need? And then I say, okay, well, you're trying to do that. Well, I know that person. Well, I could probably introduce you to that person. And then because of my trust, I'm transferring my influence. So we have to begin to transfer our influence purposefully so that it can help us catapult us to the next level more quickly because we're not trying to get to know somebody or explain to who we are. Deborah said, Deborah Owens says that Deborah Hartnett is trustworthy, she has integrity, and there's somebody you want to do business with. And if I'm able to transfer that influence, you no longer have to have a long sales cycle of, of two years it should be simply a phone call in a meeting that says, you have the same value set. Let's see how we can do business together. And that's, that is so true. That is our whole purpose of the professional black woman is to provide a platform of positive, productive, and profitable partnerships. And, and that's one of the things that will happen when they actually come to the Winter Summit. And, you know, investing in yourself, uh, it's a $119 special going on right now to Friday for two days. All the things, you're even going to get something to eat in that for $119. And we know people spend thousands of dollars just for that fact, Deborah, because just what you said, networking, um, golf. We see the men that we see, traditional businessmen, they play golf on the field because they are networking. They are making deals right there on the field. Here's an event where you can come with successful women who are literally coming from all over the country. We have women coming from Curacao. We've got people registered from California, from Texas, from Florida, even some people coming from London. You know, so here are ways that you can come and connect and learn and just be in a positive environment there. So uh, you are so right, Deborah, and and I'm just so encouraged, again, by us being able to connect and by, you know, this being, like I said earlier in the call, this being the best year ever. Now tell us, what what is on the horizon for you? What do you see, you know, coming? You, you You've done a lot of predictions. You said you were right on point with predictions preparing people with a purse of your own and preparing people to build wealth. And, and now we see this economy the way that it is where we realize we don't have to participate in what the world is saying, you know, that's happening in this economy. What's on your horizons and what tips can you share with our listening audience that they can actually rise above, you know, what the experts say or what their pocketbooks might be seeing right now with regards to the recession? Well, here's what, here's what I want to talk about. Is what, I, what, what I want to share with the women on this program and I want them to share with each other is that there is power in the purses. 
There's mm-hmm. power in the purses. Women are making more money than ever before. They're out earning, 25% of women are out earning their husband. We're getting advanced degrees at a more rapid rate. We're leading in our organizations. But the other side of that coin is, and it's the best of times is is the worst of times, is that even though we're making more money, 50% of high-earning income women or 50% of women in general, will end up living on Social Security for their, on a Social Security check for about $800 a month at retirement. And Mm -hmm. what I'm here to say is no more. We influence 90% of the buying uh, 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 decisions in our households, and it's time for us to use that power. So I want us to use that power at a, a number of different levels. I want us to use that power with each other and begin to enhance our skill sets and our knowledge base and build a wealthy appetite, acquire a wealthy outlook, and create a wealthy vision for ourselves together. That's what's next for Deborah Owens. This is not about me. This is about using the wealthy vision and and my gifts and my talents to help others become wealthy. That's what this is about. So I want women to join me on this path of financial empowerment. We can do this together. I have to be able to duplicate myself. I've been in Baltimore on the air for more than 15 years now. It's time for us to take this not only nationally but globally. That's what's next for for Deborah Owens. In fact, the funny thing about it, my husband, who had been in uh, television news for almost 30 years, has now joined uh, Owens Media Group, and so we're on this path together. So we've got a lot to say about family and finances, and we've got a lot to say about women and finances. So I want every woman listening to this call, I want them to become a fan. Uh, they can go to DeborahOwens.com of the Purse of Your Own Movement. I want them to become a a, a part of the Power of the Purse group community site. I want women to be able to get the tools and the resources they need to make good decisions. I want them to use the power of of the purse to stamp out poverty for women. The fact of the matter is far too many women are ending up in retirement as greeters at discount stores. And Mm -hmm. why do you think they're there? They're not there because they want to get out. They're there because they don't have enough wealth. I'm here, and in the book, A Purse of Your Own, I share my own mother's story. This is very personal for me. This isn't about me, but it is very personal. And when I say to women, it's time for us to fill up those purses. You see, the fact of the matter is, is like my mother is one of the most generous women in the world. I dedicated this book to her because mm-hmm. she put everyone in front of herself, and yet when it came for her own retirement, she did not have a full purse. So what is this is about, and you, you, it's not only my mother, it's your mother, it's your aunt, it's your godmother. It's time, ladies. So what's next for me and for the millions of women that I want to take this journey up with? It's time for us to use the power of the purse, to fill our purse, and to to lead a life that is financially empowered. Wow, that is that is powerful. The power of the purse. Now, when you when you came up with it, that name, that 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 name is so powerful. A purse of your own. The the title. What? How did you determine that name for your book? Well, I want to share with something personal with you. You know, um, I come from Detroit, and I have two wonderful parents. And when I was 18, my parents uh, moved to Hawaii, and I moved shortly after I moved with them. And then shortly after that, after about 30 years of marriage, my parents separated. Mm-hmm. And I can remember at the time seeing my mother's lifestyle uh, go from middle income to basic right above poverty. And it was at that point I said to myself, I will always have a purse of my own. Mm-hmm. That's where the title came from. Mm-hmm. It's personal, but it's relevant. 
and it's not just about me. It's about every woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How do you, how do you, you know, that, that, is, that is so true, and the reality is that what you're saying, we are the ones that are retiring, the most destitute, the numbers are there. Um, we can see it with our own two eyes as well. That sometimes, you know, we get that, um, I guess, I don't want to say backlash, but we get the the negative feedback that when we start speaking uh, a purse of your own or uh, having, you know, having money of our own, how do you combat that, uh, that, that mindset that, you know, women, we are just wanting to be free of men or that that's just too independent or you shouldn't go into your marriage thinking like that. How does, because we know we have all types of listeners on the line. How does a woman that thinks like that, um, how does she separate the difference or understanding that it's okay for her to be in love and continue to love but to also to <laughs> take care and make sure you have that purse of your own. Well, you know, it's Am I making myself clear? Yeah, you're making yourself very clear. I've been married for 22 years to a wonderful man. And one of the things I say to men when they say that, you know, the studies have shown that behind every millionaire, and the millionaire next uh, door, they use the study. Mm-hmm. They did a study mm-hmm. of millionaires, and one of the things that they found is behind every millionaire is a great woman who knows how to handle the finances, mm-hmm. okay? And mm-hmm. so a purse of your own is about being knowledgeable about how to use the resources that you have. And a family, a family will put their financial uh, uh, um, freedom, their financial foundation in jeopardy if there is a woman in the household who does not know how to manage finances. That's number one, okay? So this is not a woman thing. This is a us thing. Mm-hmm. And so the point that I'm making in terms of a purse of your own is that whether you are married, here, here, here are the facts. And let me go back to, to, to my left brain, okay? There is a 90% chance that a woman will be respons- solely responsible for her finances and why it's critical that she has a purse of her own. It, well, she will either never marry, she will either marry and separate, or she will either marry and divorce, or her, her, her spouse will predecease her. Okay, mm-hmm. there's a ninety percent chance of that happening. And okay, mm-hmm. if we want to break this into an African American conversation, the fact of the matter is that seventy percent of African American households are headed by females. Mm. Okay, so with those, with that kind of data, with that kind of statistics, this is a very relevant conversation to be having. So this is not a conversation about feminism as much as it is a conversation about financial wellness for women at every level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 70% and 90%, you, you said, 90%, I mean, those you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that, that, the, the African American household of women, I've seen 70, I've seen 60, but I'm gonna just say, it's a big number. Yes, okay? it is. It's a it's, number. It's, it's more than 50. Yeah. Okay? And so, yes. with those kind of odds, it is imperative. And I, I wanna create a sense of, sense of urgency around this. Women, mm-hmm. We better get a purse of our own, but a purse of your own is not about money. It's mm-hmm. about wealth. It's mm-hmm. about the ability to live our lives with economic dignity, mm-hmm. okay? Your retirement plan cannot be, oh, well, my son is going to take care of me or my daughter's mm-hmm. going to take care of me. Yeah, do you want to end up in a bedroom down in the basement in a household where the spouse of the, your child may not even want you there? Right, right. That or is or not a financial plan. Right, right, right. 
Well, what, you know, I mean, you think about that. I mean, even even the other um, things you hear when we have this conversation, people say, well, you know, my job, I got the pension. Well, today, I, you know, if anybody is still depending upon a pension um, to be there, even if you work for the government, that's not guaranteed. <laughs> it's really not. So, Well, here's the deal. And, I, and, 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 and so I want to let, – let's add a little clarity to that. Okay, the mm-hmm. fact of the matter is that, uh, and I won't get too technical, but the mm-hmm. fact of the matter is that for the past 20 years, most organizations have put what they call defined contributions, have changed from defined benefit plans to defined contribution plans. They went from pension plans to 401k. Mm-hmm. So the likelihood of you having a significant pension, particularly if you're under the age of 40, are kind of slim to none. Now, if you work for the federal government, the fact of the matter is that in some cases, they do uh, uh, some government employees, depending upon what kind of plan they're under, uh, don't receive Social Security, and some of them really do have some good programs. But I want to look forward and not backwards. Mm-hmm. The fact mm-hmm. of the matter is, is we need to be thinking about in our lifetimes, in our careers putting something in that purse consistently. Because, see, the fact of the matter is, and I didn't talk about one of the other habits, and that's a wealthy focus, okay? And that's mm-hmm. the ability to continue to add to that purse. doesn't matter what amount. What it matters is that you consistently do it. Mm-hmm. So I want to leave the listeners with this, the, the ladies with this. I don't care what kind of purse you have, Okay whether you got a small purse with a small income, a medium-sized income, or a large income. What is critical is that you continue to put money in that purse every month. I don't care if it's $10, $20, $50, $100. Do something, okay? Because the fact of the matter is your success will be determined by your consistent contribution on your behalf over time. And that's truly how you build wealth. It's not how much, it's how long. It's how long. And we had great examples in history. I mean, we can go back to our great-grandparents that had land, that had ownership, they had businesses, they did have those things that we, you know, I don't know, our generation and I guess our parents' generation kind of, some of those things kind of skipped or missed and and the simple principles that you're you're speaking of, the consistency in in that as well. Now, we have about two minutes left. What would be, uh, I guess, two tips you could give uh, our listening audience that feels like, man, I'm I'm 45, I'm 55 years old, what, what can I ask? actually do. <laughs> I haven't done anything. Give them some hope um, um, for, for, for building and creating that wealth. Well, what, what I want to tell them is never too late. It's never too late, but the time to start is now, okay? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. if you do not have the knowledge, you have to, have to develop the knowledge and get the knowledge you need to make good decisions. So the first thing I want to say to them is it's never too late, but you got to do something. Mm-hmm. So if you're mm-hmm. at your, if it's your employer's plan, if you work for somebody, see if they have a plan that you can contribute into. If you don't, if you're working for yourself, start an IRA. All of this information, in fact, is in one of my chapters. It's called Feathering Your uh, Purse for Retirement. I want to encourage everyone, they can they can get a free download at my website, DebraOwens.com. If you go to the Power of the Purse, click on that. There's a free chapter on how to start a purse group. I have all kinds of information on how to get started. Uh, I do, as you all know, a radio show every week. Yes, it airs out of uh, the NPR uh, affiliate in Baltimore, but they can always go online. Anyone listen to this program, please, 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 we are here to help. And we are on a mission, on the Power of the Person campaign to financially empower. It is to engage, to enlighten, and to equip. One million women to become financially empowered. I want everyone listening to, to and all their friends, and if you belong to sororities or organizations, join us in this campaign to become financially empowered. We have the resources, we have the talent, we have the knowledge, and we just want you to come along on this path with us. So awesome, they can go awesome. to DeborahOwens.com. It's never too late, ladies, but you got to get started filling that purse right now. 
right now. Well, that you heard it from none other than Deborah Owens. Caller, I see you had a question, 919-574. Go to the chat room. Put your question there. We'll make sure we get that question to Ms. Owens so that uh, she can answer it for you. This has been another great episode of Wealthy Sisters. We want to thank all of our listening audience for tuning in. Definitely want to thank you, Deborah, for being an awesome guest today. Uh, definitely go to her website, as she's told you, DeborahOwens.com. And we want you to tune in next week. It's going to be a very, very special week. It's my birthday week, and we are going to celebrate on Monday. Trust me when I tell you that. You want to be there. Our very special guest is going to be none other than Ms. Dolores Presley, who is a phenomenal author, motivational speaker. She's been featured on Oprah and many, many other media outlets as well. So we want you to tune in next week. We look forward to seeing you there. And, again, this has been another episode of Wealthy sisters enjoy your day this has been another episode of wealthy sisters brought to you by the professionalblackwoman.com where success is inevitable join deborah harden and our host next week as she interviews another powerful positive progressive wealthy sister and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com see you next time